When your parents oppose your engagement on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors, where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. Some of the most pain I've ever seen come into the lives of a family is when there is disagreement between parents and their adult children about a marriage. Specifically here, what I'm talking about is grown children who have decided that they want to get married to somebody and their parents don't approve. Maybe the parents don't approve because uh, they don't think this is the right person for their child. Maybe they don't approve because they don't think this is the right time for the marriage. But there is a conflict between parent and child. It's not about the conflict whether to date or not. The conflict is about my child has been in this relationship and now they want to get married and we think that is a bad idea. And it pits parental authority against the growing freedom that adult children desire to have and it can really create a a firestorm of conflict. So Heath, given what you've just said, what would be a good biblical framework for how to think these things through? I think one text that captures the tension on this is Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 to 4. It says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may be well with you, and that you may live long on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and the instruction of the Lord." In this text, on the one hand, you have parental authority. Obey your parents, honor your father and mother. On the other hand, you have fathers bring up your children. So there is real live parental authority, but there is also children growing up so that we see over the course of a child's life that relationship changing. Everybody knows that the amount of enforceable authority that a parent has in their child's life is different when they're two than it is when they're 20. The question is, how do we sort through those things? You've got parents on the one hand who can often find it difficult after a couple of decades of really faithful and careful parenting, making the rules, everything from when you're going to eat to when's the curfew, and now you've got grown children who are men and women, and they want to make their own decisions, and so these biblical realities can seem like they're in conflict if we don't have everybody understanding the way that relationship needs to change. So the question is now, what do we do? How would you help someone make this decision? Yeah, we can't just observe the tension and then leave it there because at the end of the day, you're either going to get married or you're not. And so you have to figure out what to do. And I would give three recommendations for how to deal with the dilemma. First of all, you've got to evaluate the reasons for the objection. If a parent is concerned that you should not get married, uh, or if you are concerned that your child should not get married, it's not enough to say, I'm your parent, don't do it. Because that kind of enforceable authority is something that gets less and less as a child grows up. And if we're talking about people, and I've known, I've known adult children who are 22, 23, 24, 25, and you've got parents who are going, you can't get married, I forbid it, this is disobedience. Well, 
that's losing sight of the biblical balance here where we're bringing our children up. And so what's important here, and I think the way parents can be good parents and children can honor their parents is when we evaluate the reasons. What are the reasons for your objection? If the reasons are biblical, um, you're marrying somebody who's an unbeliever. Uh, you're marrying somebody who is irresponsible and not going to be a good spouse. Let's evaluate those reasons, not have it be so much about a parent's enforceable authority, but let's look to them as honored and treasured advisors and evaluate their reasons for their objections and evaluate those. A second thing we need to do, I think, is to evaluate the wisdom of others. This is a blessing for parents and for adult children. Parents who are who we are required to honor, they have their opinions about this. They have their reasons about why this is not a good idea. But what do others think? What do the pastors at the local church think? What are the parents of the other member of the couple think. Let's hear what other folks think. It's a good thing for parents with objections to listen to the wisdom of other adults, other parents, and it's a good thing for adult children to have other people who can say, hey, uh, what your parents are saying is right, and you really ought to listen to it carefully. Or, we love your parents, we see what they're saying, but we really don't see any warrant for this particular objection. And this is important because you don't want it to be, if I were an adult child uh, and my parents were not in favor of my marriage to my potential spouse, I would not want to just go out on my own and do whatever I wanted to do. I'd want to be able to say, hey, there are other wise, godly people saying in my ear that we just don't see this problem. And then a third thing is you need to evaluate the consequences. This is a powder keg. And for parents who are disagreeing, I would say, how strong are your objections? Are you ready to be disinvited from the wedding? Are you ready to not be welcome when your grandchildren are born? Are you ready for it to be very, very uncomfortable at Christmas and Thanksgiving when the family is supposed to be together and happy. And I would say to adult children, are you ready to have your parents say, we're not coming to the wedding? Or to show up and have all the pictures that they pose in be of them frowning? Are you ready for the kind of pain and awkwardness Uh, that comes with showing up at their house for the 4th of July picnic with a husband or a wife that they don't want you to be married to. I'm not saying that any of those responses are good and right. I'm saying that they're realistic. And we need to understand. We just need to, Jesus tells us to count the cost before we make a decision. And we need to say, hey, uh, are these consequences worth it? Am I willing to burn up my relationship with my adult child to be right on this? Am I willing to burn up my relationship with my parents who I've loved for decades on this issue? You just have to think that through. I would want to encourage everybody to step away from those kinds of consequences, but passions run high in these kinds of disagreements, and that's not always the way it works out. So I want to encourage people, evaluate the reasons for the disagreement, 
evaluate the wisdom of others, and evaluate the consequences, and then fight to be a loving person. Be willing to give up your preferences. Be willing to hear somebody else out. Be willing to go the extra mile for the sake of pursuing all the good relationships that the Lord has placed in your life, and then pray for His grace as you try to make a decision. You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. The situations we're talking about on this podcast are more complicated than you could ever unpack in any brief format like this. And that is why one of the things that we do at ACBC is to host counseling and discipleship trainings around the country where we equip people like you to be able to walk through these complicated situations in a way that's characterized by grace and by the wisdom of Scripture. This fall, we will be coming to Jacksonville, Florida, and to Raleigh, North Carolina. We want to invite you to register for those events before the prices go up on September 1st. And if you're interested in that, or if you'd like more information about our ministry, then you can visit us at www.biblicalcounseling.com.